Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. A very special guest today, Holly Agambar, is talking Tottenham versus Aston Villa and Dynamo Zagreb. If you join in the usual suspects, Chris, Mac and Mark. Uh, so the chit-chat starts now. Let's Talk Tottenham. Hi there. Uh, hi, Holly. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to talking all things Tottenham. Yeah. How, how have you been? Good day. Uh, yeah, it's been all right. I mean, it's always good when Tottenham win. The week seems <laughs> to fly by and it's all good things. So, yeah, it's been not too bad. Hope you guys are all well as well. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Matt, Mark, pleasure as always. How are you guys? Good, not mate. Bad. Better than there yeah. was last last um, last weekend and it's, Thursday. I guess it's yeah, nice to see better. you've come out of uh, out of hiding and sulking, Mark. To be fair, uh, so, I thought I'd give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how much sulking I do tonight, mate. I wouldn't say I've come out of it. <laughs> we will have to talk about that bad result, but we'll start off on a bit of a positive note first off. So the Villa game obviously comes off off the back of two. Awful results, even worse performances. Uh, I thought there'd be a better reaction, but there kind of wasn't. But a win's a win, and to stop the rock, what were you expecting from the match, or, or was it just a win and that's all I care about? Ladies first, go on, Holly, seeing as you've oh, joined us. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the biggest. Um, pick up the bum shall we speak I mean it wasn't the biggest reaction but at least it got three points let's put it that way I think the first half was nothing really special um I think second half we kind of controlled the game a bit more I mean obviously we got those goals but the fact that we actually managed to I don't know it was strange obviously we didn't have the likes of Dyer in the pitch which is fabulous um but the <laughs> fact that we saw the likes of uh, Rodon and um, Tanganga really come on and I think that's kind of what we needed we needed some young blood and some players that are actually going to fight for that badge I mean yeah. we've seen in obviously those two defeats we had uh, earlier last last week wasn't wasn't fabulous and I must say I wasn't really coping with it very well but the fact that these young players have come into the side and actually shown their worth and actually want to play for that badge just highlights the fact that we need more of that and I think the likes of those that were left out i.e Delhi obviously one of the the culprits I feel at the moment that hasn't really done anything for me it kind of shows that if you give those players a run out they're going to do something for you so not the best game but one I was was happy about yeah. I'll be honest for me it was uh for me I, I I I think that we played Villa at the right time um you know we know how good Villa can be uh they didn't have Grealish they weren't on form and the first half if they'd had Grealish if they'd come out as the Villa that we know they can be we could have easily lost that game in the first half um, you know, it like I say, Solly just said, it wasn't the reaction we were hoping for. It wasn't the, you know, all guns blazing, 3 nil up after half an hour and, you know, looking to be on the, onto a cruising, nice, comfortable three points. But, you know, sometimes you need the rubber, the green. And I think playing Villa now without Grealish and with them being on the, the low that they're at is, has worked in our favour. And hopefully, as we've said many times, this uh, this can help us kick on. Mark, do you, do you think that there was a hangover of the last two results? There was a bit in the first half where Villa were kind of queuing up. It turned out being offside in the end, but we were all static and they were looked like they were queuing up. But then the, the two goals have kind of calmed us, certainly the second one calmed us down and then we started playing well. Do you think there was a hangover of lack of confidence and the goals kind of rectified that? Um, I wouldn't say we played that well anyway, even with the two, when we got the two goals, but we certainly didn't play well in the first half. And I think... They had all the ball 
they had all of the ball again, but they just weren't creating any chances. Um, I think we looked at the possession stat at one point and for like the first sort of 15 minutes, it was like 57% in our in our area, in like the final third. After yeah, yeah. Final third. Um, but they weren't really correct. They, but they had no chances on goal. And then we got that lucky, well, I'll say lucky. It was a good, it was a well-worked goal. Um, but we took that one chance that we had. Um, I, I didn't think it was a great performance, to be honest with you. Um, I've got to be honest. I, I'm delighted that we got the win. I'm not going to moan about getting the three points, but I don't think it was a great performance. But in saying that, um, like Holly said, we saw got to see Tanganga and, and Roden. Um, so, you know, they're young. Their youngsters are inexperienced. Um, it wasn't uh, what you would necessarily call a full strength team because he dropped a load of people, hadn't he? So for the players that we had out right, there... Rightly so, though. Say again, rightly so. After the last, no, after, no, after no, the no. yeah, rightly, rightly so, mate. Hundred percent. Yeah. I'm glad he did what he did, and full respect for him to, for doing that. Because obviously, we'll come on to it after after Larissa's comments on the midweek game. There's obviously loads of stuff going on behind the scenes, and I'd rather see like when Pochettino come in and he weeded out the the aggravators behind the scenes. We've got to do that again. So, you know, I'd happily, I'd happily see him drop whoever it is until the end of the season. And if he stay, if Marino hangs around, which I've got my doubts about, but anyway, whoever it is, get them out of the club, you know? So, you know, I was happy with the three points, not necessarily the performance, but I'm not going to be moaning about it. I'm, I'm delighted to go into the international break with the three points. Yeah. yeah, well, three points off top four, we can't really argue considering... But like again, again, we've said on previous previous podcasts and and everything else that we've done, you know the way this season's going, you you just can't call it. It is so up and down. It's unreal. And to be where we are with with the shit run that we've had, let's be perfectly honest, and how up and down it's been this season, to be three points off and still with a cup final to play, it's still optimistic. You know where and... we're we're sitting second in the form league. At the minute, which is unbelievable, over the past. I don't know, bollocks, I bollocks. You've been drinking. I know, I know it's actually. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous, but they're the teams that we played. Haven't we played West Brom, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Villa, who have had a good season, and obviously mm. Arsenal, which was the one uh, blot on the copybook. But in the form league, as you say, it's a lot of bollocks. You know, we're, we're disappointed. We crashed out of Europe. We lost to uh, the scum down the road. So it's been a it's been a shit week. Um, but actually, I'm not going to say it because I, I don't think we'll finish top four. I said it weeks and weeks ago, but we've still got a chance. You know, you don't know, as you just said, mate, you don't know what's going to happen. There's still a chance yeah. there. Hang on to that hope, haven't you? Well, Dr. Tottenham's still got to go to Newcastle. So, you know, that, that could be, <laughs> that could be um, a banana skin. We, we mentioned at the fence there, Tanganga Rodon, who I thought both of them looked quite assured on the ball, didn't give me any worries at all, whereas in contrast, Sanchez looked a nervous wreck from start to finish, kept getting turned. Uh, Holly, from your comment earlier, I, I'm assuming you're not Dyer's biggest fan, but uh, that's just an assumption. Dyer by name. That from, but, um, going forward, Tanganga, maybe Alderweireld, Rodon, Reguillon, would that be the uh, but, back four, do you uh, think? I'm going to call Holly's questions a taste. Have you noticed a little um, headed cushion behind her over her, over her shoulder? She can't say fuck all about Daya. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. I don't really have a leg to stand on, do I, when it comes to calling out the worst ones of the team? But yeah, for me, I think maybe I'd like. I think Tanganga will probably be 
a good centre back. I think that's where he needs to play. But right now, with the likes of obviously, I was Serge's biggest critic. Critic, not going to lie, a few a few years back, obviously this, a couple of seasons ago. But I think he's really come on, and I think that's purely because Mac Doherty is. I don't even know how Wolves managed to put the wall over our eyes, so to speak. Because that man, oh my word, I just I don't understand him. I really don't. Um, he's Wolves made Aurier uh, look world class, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. But I'd rather have Tanganga because I feel like. The, when we have seen him play there in times, he can move the ball forward. He can actually put a cross into the box, which I find sometimes so frustrating because nine times out of ten, Serge isn't going to put that ball into the box. It's going to hit the first man. And that's the one thing that infuriates me. So it's the one thing that's been the constant. Sorry, Holly, but that's the that's one thing right. that's been constant with with all of our right backs from Kyle Walker, Trippier, the final ball. You know, they might have pace. They might be able to get down that wing and, and torment players, you know, and get on the overlap. But the final ball is shocking. And that, that's, to me, has been a reoccurring problem with Tottenham. But that, right was thing, that was the thing that Doherty was meant to be good at. That was the thing. He was second behind um, Alexander-Arnold last season for assists. He's a gooner in disguise, mate. He's, he's, you know, it's like it's like it's like Mourinho. I'm going to ruin United, and he did by becoming their manager. And now now Doherty's doing it to us by trying to be our right back. But what I keep hearing is, well, he's, he's playing out of position. He's a wing back. He's well when he gets forward, he's shit as well. He literally does nothing. Yeah. Like he can't defend. He can't go forward. He can't cross the ball. He's pointless. Get rid of him. Get rid of it, Oreo. Yeah. Get rid of him. Yeah. Tangango. Sorry, yes, exactly. sorry, Holly. We interrupted you. That's all right. It's fine. <laughs> Um, I, agree, I agree what you say, Holly. I think Tanganga to the end of the season, um, he might make a few mistakes. And I agree with you that I see going forward his position as a centre back. But I think for now, um, you know, I think we can play him at right back um, until the end of the season. It's nine games, isn't it, left? Um, I, yeah. I agree. I think I'd rather see him there than the other two. I think I'd rather push Dyer back out to right back and throw Tanganga in the middle. Don't know about that. No, stressing me out. Just the name guy stressing me out. Um, but yeah, I think it would have to be. I'd like to see obviously Roden and um, uh, Toby playing together because I think they will probably be our best partnership. I mean, Sanchez has played all right, but I still think his legs get him out of trouble. His speed gets him out of trouble. You see him make a mistake, mm. and if he didn't have that speed, he'd be well and truly busted. So. I don't know, it's tough. Like we said, Rodan's fairly new. He's got to pick up his confidence, but I kind of prefer the idea of Tanganga, Rodan, Toby and Regulon. I think that would probably be our best kind of suit. I think what you'd be able to do with that as well is uh, one of the games, I can't remember what it was, that, uh, that the commentator said the plan was to get Doherty to go forward and then Ben Davies would be the third centre-back, which obviously hasn't happened because we bought Regulon. Whereas if you play Tanganga on the right, who, like we you've said, Holly, is a centre-back probably going forward, he can be the one to tuck in and Reguillon can do his forward stuff. In terms of going forward, Mac, I thought Kane looked a little bit lost without Sun there because he was always looking for the ball and the run, and it wasn't there. Uh, yeah. More, um, more, more, I thought, as the game grew on. I, I'll, I'll be honest, but I, I, I think Mora was... Um... I think Moore was fantastic, absolutely superb. He, he had one of the best games he's probably had for a little. He, but I think this is, but looking at the way Moore has been since Sun's injury, and looking at how Moore is when Sun's on the pitch, because it's all focused around Kane, and now focused this season around Sun and Kane, it kind of leaves Moore not kind of knowing where to put himself. But whereas now Sun's out, I think Moore feels like well. I've now got a more direct role. I know 
what, what I need to be. I need to now be the supply guy. I now need to be making those runs. I'm, you know, I think there's too much reliance on Son and Kane. Um, and I've said this before, you look under the Pochettino era, you know, everything was, you know, everything was based around Kane. Kane got injured, Son came in, he played brilliantly, got pushed out to the left again, and he was lost for, you know, three, four weeks, you know, while he tried to get back. Um, and I think that's now happening to Lucas, because it's now all about Kane and Son. Um, but I think also as well, I think the way him and Vinny work together as well, I, I think is fantastic. But so for me, I kind of, as much as Vinny isn't getting as much game time as I, I would like him to, because I do think he's probably the best backup striker we've had in a long time. Um, you know, you look at his contributions and the games that he's played. I think Lucas and Vinny, you know, like you, so like I've been saying, you've got Son and Kane. I think Lucas and Vinny would be, you know, would sort of work well as the pair in when, when you're not playing Son and Kane and, and, you know, be able to rest them up. But, you know, like I've also said plenty of times before, if, if we were managers, we wouldn't be sat here, you know, doing podcasts and everything else. We'd be, we'd be earning the big money sat on a, on a bench somewhere. What, what do you think, Mark, of Vinicius? I, I, I'm not sure he's the best um, footballer, if you like, in, in hold-up play and everything like that. But then we've got Kane, who can seemingly do everything. It's maybe an unfair comparison. But the goal looked simple. It was obviously more than Kane who made it, but... You've got to be in the right place and, and come alive when the ball gets in the box. A big goal for him. If he gets game time, that could be the confidence he needs. Hmm. He's got a worse touch than Mac, who I've seen play a few times. <laughs> <laughs> his touch, his control is terrible. But to be fair to the lad, we know that strikers need confidence, don't they? So when you're not playing, when you, you're not playing week in, week out, you can forgive that because your touch is going to go a little bit. You need to be playing. You need to know the players around you. We need to see him. Like, again, he's another one. If we're going to, if we're going to drop people, why not just give him a run of games? See what, see what he can do. Um, I, I agree with Mac. He's better than, um, he's better than the backup strikers we've had of recent times in Janssen. I did like Lorente, but it was probably a little bit past it to be playing mm -hmm. week in, week out. Um, where I think yeah. you know, a paint dries faster than he runs, doesn't it? So, exactly. He's done know. some good thing. He's done some good things for us, didn't he? Um, the oh, champion... it, yeah, he was, was great for hold up. But, yeah, he, he, yeah, he was a decent player to bring on, but I wouldn't be. I wasn't happy if we were starting him. Whereas we can't really judge Vinicius. Like I've got a mate who like moans about him, saying, "Oh, he's terrible." I said, "Well, you can't. You can't really say you that." Lie. I know that's a lie, mate. You saying you got mates? Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Someone I know. Someone I know. Um, but we, the window cleaned. Let's not for a chat. <laughs> we need to. We need to see the guy. We need to see him. I'm glad that he got his goal. Um, you know, and if he leaves, and that's the only goal that he got us, you know, it, it, it helps us get three points. So you know, we'll see what he can do, Chris. We can't. We can't judge him because we've seen him against Marine and and a bunch of um, European farmer teams. So you know, let's uh, let's see him in the prem a few more games and um, see what he can do. I think our next backup striker was on the bench, Scarlett. I think he's highly rated. Scarlett and Devine, both 16 on the bench. Holly, do you think that was a message to some of the players who haven't performed? Uh, Winks pretty much went out because for Devine. I'm not sure who Scarlett came in for. Mark's had enough, uh, seemingly. Um, do you think that was a message to some of the other players? Or do you think that's right, OK, that they're not performing, give the youth a chance? And what I mean... Yeah, 100%. I think it does send out a message. I know I've got the man sit behind me. He does give me evils all the time when I badmouth him. But Winks has been terrible in recent in recent times. He's just been awful. It's just, 
I don't really know what's going on in his head. Whenever he plays, it's a missed touch or it's a poor pass or it's a pass that goes astray. I mean, he thinks he can score from the halfway line every time now. I can't remember what game it was, but he had a shot in like the dying minutes and we really needed a goal. He had a shot. It might have been that, yeah. He bloody boots it towards the corner flag. You're thinking to yourself, right, no, come on, mate. Um, So for me, I think it does send out a message. I mean, I've got high hopes for Scarlett. I mean, lots of people have compared him to the likes of Kane, but I think that's kind of his personality. I mean, you see the likes of Troy Parrott. I know he's finally got his um, professional goal, but for me, Scarlett seems to want to work hard, put the time and effort in, whereas you've got Troy Parrott, and I know he's young, and don't get me wrong, Scarlett might get to the same age as Troy Parrott and be like, I'm going to play around a bit like we've seen Troy Parrott on TikTok and maybe doing his own little thing to me isn't kind of the same settlement that Scarlett has right now so I think going down the deli road isn't he yeah he's focusing more much. on the, the the brand and the what what endorsements can I get rather than focusing on his football and that to me has been Ali's biggest issue you know agree, I'm getting yeah. notifica- notifications for oh you know these guys this these guys that fuck off mate sort your football out and, and don't yeah. get me wrong, because I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, football's my life, because sadly, with all things, there's other things that do take preference. But you've you got to let some players like Delhi, I think, have a, have a what's the word, like a, a hobby on the side. But I think for Delhi, he just kind of lets that take over himself. And I think we're seeing that with Troy, where Scarlett's kind of honed in on, he wants to make it a big time, which I feel anyway. And I think he having the likes of Kane to follow in his footsteps, I think is really nice. So for me, I, I can't wait to see more of Scarlett. I mean, we have seen a bit of Scarlett this season and it, it's really encouraged me and I've really looked forward to him coming on. I mean, it's a shame we haven't been able to see him much after that little cameo he had. But it just, it makes me feel happy that the fact that we've got these players at the moment that don't seem they want to be there or they're not running for the ball or they're not doing this and not doing that. But the likes, you've got these young players in the ranks that are slowly going to fill the team. I mean, I hope it gives guys like Winks a run of fear because they need it because I don't know what motivation they've got at the minute. I've got a question for you, Holly, seeing as you've got, you know, Ari sat there over your shoulder. Do you think he's trying too hard to impress Mourinho and he's forgetting to do the basics that he was loved for and made him a bit of a staple under Pochettino? Or do you just think he's lost his way? I mean, it is true. I mean, when we saw him in that Real Madrid game in the Champions League, he was phenomenal. Um, Mm. Since then, I just... I think it's because better players have come in. And that's like we've talked about today, it's confidence. And I think for Winks... It's confidence. And if he's not getting into the team or he's struggling to get in the team, I think that's really going to put a down on the thing. And like you said, if you've missed out one week, you come in the next week and you haven't had a good game, you haven't shown yourself, then you're probably going to get benched again with the likes of Marino because I think Marino has high, high standards. And I think for a long time under Poch, Winks has just been like... Poch has been the mate to Winks, whereas now I think Jose's more the commanding person that sometimes I don't think really worked with Winks because... Maybe it's not the type of thing like where Jose called out Delhi for being lazy. That doesn't work with some players. And I think this, I don't know how to explain it, where Poch was the father figure, and I feel like Jose is the boss figure. It's gone. I was about to say that he's gone from father figure to having a, an actual boss who's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, that and I don't sense. think it's really computed very well with Winx's brain. And like you said, if he's not having a good game and he doesn't have a good game the next week, it's because confidence is going to shatter. And like you say, maybe he is trying too hard to impress Marino. But yeah, I hope he can turn it around. But right now, I just, I don't see it. We mentioned that the other week. Um, but uh, we were having a good chat there for 20 minutes. We've got to have a bad chat now. One word, Zagreb. Uh, Mark, I know you watched it. I didn't. 
Uh, I'm quite pleased I didn't because I think I might have needed a new TV. Uh, is that the worst performance, worst result you've seen in recent memory? Just in terms um, of lack of effort and lack of... It was terrible. It was terrible. Um, I've seen a lot of bad results and bad performances. Um, I don't know whether that was the worst of the lot, but it was certainly up there. To be 2-0 um, up with seemingly three quarters of the game gone and to concede two goals um, in a half against them um, when all we needed was a one fucking goal in 90 minutes. Um, it was absolutely ridiculous. To the players that we had out there, there's no way, number one, that we should, I think, lose that match. Um, but to not score a goal in first the 90 minutes and then in the whole of another half an hour was disgraceful. And, and that's what um, Larice called it after the game. It was absolutely disgraceful um, and unforgivable. And whilst I, you know, I'm a reactionary kind of person, I jumped on fucking everyone this and that and the other, Mourinho this. But actually, if you're a player, and we can call out all of them, like, they should be, that doesn't matter who the manager is. Really does not matter who the manager is. This is your career. Do you not want to win stuff? Like, I, I, I don't, there's, there's a mentality thing there where I'm now just saying, I'm just questioning that whole squad from top to bottom. I, I, you can say any, all of them. Like, what? A, there's a mentality thing. We need we need a major over. I'm not saying get rid of Kane. Well, this is, but we well, need this a is Arsenal before I, I put, some impressive wins. Arsenal, then Dynamo, these lackluster, not and we've had Chelsea before this. West Ham. Where do you think it's come from? These lackluster performances. I'll be honest, right? I, I, I put a tweet out about this about Mourinho afterwards. We've, if you, Mourinho said we have bad apples in in the basket, right? And Mourinho is the first. You, you think how long we've had these players together as a unit? Right, and he's the first manager to come out and publicly say this, you know, really say we've got bad apples and mentality's crap. Larice has backed that with what he has said. All right, I think Larice is one of them. That's my own personal opinion. All right, you know, lacks a days are cool. He's guaranteed his starting place. You know, doesn't matter if he he flaps and fucks it because he knows that he's number one on the team sheet. You know, because I think Joe Hart's inclusion, as we've said before, was more for mentality because of what he's won in the past and it is for his goalkeeping ability. Um, so I think he's got a fucking cheek doing it as well, coming out and saying the mentality's crap. Um, you know, and if Jose stays and Levy buys into him even more than what he is already and what he has done already, I, I hope he stays because he's prepared to call it out, because he's prepared to say, Delhi, you're shit, you're lazy. Winksy, you're not starting, mate, because you're not doing it. You know, dropping Dyer, even though he speaks Portuguese and Dyer was up his ass at the start of the season. You know, I, I, I do. I think I, I, I think Mourinho will actually be good for the club to bring out that mentality because he is a no-nonsense, you know, no-bullshit manager. And I know you don't agree, Mark. I know you think that he's an arrogant arsehole and the sooner he fucks off, the better, right? But for me... We've had two, we've had the same people, we've had the same managers, uh, we've had different managers come in. The same results have always been the same. The only constant is Levy at the NIC. But to have a manager come in and to publicly call out a team being shit and having bad apples, 
you know, okay, he's got his own issues and his own baggage because of the way he works the media, you know, as in it's it's Mourinho, if it's a masterclass Mourinho, masterclass if they win and the Spurs players are lacklustre and crap if we lose. Granted, that isn't great and a great narrative that the media take, but the way Mourinho is, I do. I think he, if he is given the chance to really overhaul that and rebuild that team, we could be looking at some some more positive times ahead where we actually are celebrating something special rather than just going, oh, well, if we make top four, that's all right, and City are going to fuck us in the final anyway, so it don't matter. But at least we were there. My, my, thing, my thing with him, just very quickly, because I don't want to take over, but he's never done it before. He's never been in a club where he's where he's he, he leaves when things start to get fucking wrong. He's never turned it round. He's never been he's never been in a position where he's had to rebuild our whole team. And the problem that I've got with it, I, you've said it, Enik and Levy ain't going to give him the money that is needed to fix that. For me, I, 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 listen, I'm but, not. But totally Levy's giving him I'm more not money totally against Mourinho than anyone I'm else. T- I'm not totally against him. Um, but I just don't. No, I'm not, mate. I, I, listen, I don't care who. I don't. Yeah. I don't care if it's fucking I, anyone. You know, get Wenger in. If we're going to win, so I don't care really. I really don't. If if he's given the money, and we said it, Chris, from day one. Like Mourinho needs the money to build the thing. I just don't know whether he's going to get that. So I just don't know whether he's the right. But he's man. already been. But don't you think the money he already got given in the first transfer window? Right. Yeah. Do you not think that that is a potential sign that maybe Levy is going to release it because in his mind he's got the right man? Exactly. We all stood there at the, at the end of the last transfer window in the summer said, what a fantastic... Mourinho's now got all the tools to go and push us on and to get us to the next... And then they were sitting top of the league all going, see, we've got a player in every position now. And now we're all saying, get rid of him, get rid of him. He's a bad apple. What's happened? We've got plenty of players for the bench now. So, yeah. I, mean, I get what you. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Squad depth on, is brilliant, and that's what I called out at um, when we got the transfer window. Squad depth is the best I've seen it. Squad quality isn't there for me. I, I don't think it is. I mean, obviously we got Sergio. We've spoken about him. He's not the best, and he wasn't last season. But because we've got someone in that's to fit his place, is Doherty better than Serge? No, I don't think so. That's the problem with me. It's not. Are both of them better than Trippier? No. And that's the thing. It's just, again, someone's got to find out this what Hitchin does as a job. Because, my God, I think my nan could do a better job at finding players. I think that's the number one he thing. You know, he, he goes on holidays, has expensive meals, you know, <laughs> in, in you know near, near football stadiums. They think he's out, you know, looking at players. The man's, the, I just don't know what that man does. Um, but in terms, just going back to your point, I kind of knew Jose wasn't here for a rebuild. But I think the main thing we've all got to think about with the likes of Kane, and I know things have come out today that he said he's, he's taught them through and through, he's committed to stay. But would you say the likes of Sonny are going to sit for another five years and going through another rebuild? We did that with Poch. What did we get at the Sonny, end of it? I think Sonny would, though. As long as exactly. Harry Kane's there, I think Sonny will stay because Sonny's, as much as Sonny wants to win things, I think there are certain other things that are more important to him. You look at the love mm. that he has for the people that he plays with. I, I, and I think sometimes it's like a job for, for us normal folk. You could be in the most dire job in the world, right? But if you're working with, with people that are brilliant, that make you laugh, that make you, you know, make your day worthwhile, you'll stay in that job 20 years. Mm, you know, if you go in, but if you go into a job that you love and you've got arseholes working with you, after six months, you can think, oh, fuck this, I'm out of here. 
So with Sonny, I think he's kind of one of those. You know, you just you just look how he is. You know, he could have stayed over at, at Dortmund, um, Leverkusen, and been in a better position to win stuff potentially. But obviously, it wasn't right. You know, he worked his socks off. He's got into the first team. He's built up a, a family for himself within the team, and you know, so yeah, I, I think I think for me that's that as long as Kane stays and maybe a couple of others, then Sonny will stay. Yeah, he's, he's got no reason to go anywhere else. I'm not sure it's going to be up to Kane. I think his dad will tell him where to go and where his dad says to go based on that documentary. But uh, Well, he's old enough to tell his dad to fuck off. <laughs> Looking at his dad, I wouldn't be saying anything like that to him. I would be, I would be, mate, but with a hundred yard head start. He <laughs> would catch you still, mate. We've mentioned a lot of yeah, we, we've mentioned Lovies there. We've mentioned Enoch and Hitchin uh, and everything like that. Uh, Holly, I know you saw it because you posted it on Twitter. Uh, Lovies' interview after the Zagreb game. I actually had a bit more respect for him there because he's. I honestly thought he looks like he actually cares about this. He's not just saying that because. But a few things that he said there, stuff going on behind the scenes, which is exactly what Trippier pretty much said when he left. Uh, again, like Kane has been saying, Jose doesn't say sit back, but we have. What did you, I mean, what did you think about it? Uh, I mean, th those are two really worrying things. They are, incredibly. And it's really difficult to obviously sit here and know exactly what's going on. But when I've played football and you've seen that there's players around you not pulling their weight, you're going to sit there and think, well, what, why am I doing this? What's the point? I'm doing my job and you're not doing yours. And that does cause a bit of aggro in the team. And the main thing for me, I did have a lot of respect when Larice came out and said that because I was thinking to myself, oh, actually, the, the captain does want to have a, a chat to us and he does want to tell us that actually these performances are because something's going on in the team, there's a rift. But then I also think to myself, well, where was that on the pitch? Like, okay, I'm not pitch side. I don't know exactly what you're saying, but it doesn't look like you're commanding that presence on the pitch. So it's a tough one. I also think, obviously, the constant, we've already touched on it, the constant that's at this club is Enik and Levy. And that I don't think will change in the near future. And I think that's also worrying because I think that does have an effect on players. We seem like the likes of Ericsson was denied his dream move to Real Madrid. And now look at him. Do you know what I mean? So I think... The bigger issue than anything than the players, I think, is those guys at the top. Because at the end of the day, they're the people that try and keep everyone afloat. And to be honest, I don't think they really care about football. I mean, I don't want to discredit Levy too much because what he's done for the club has been brilliant. We've got a beautiful stadium. We've got a beautiful training pitch. But what have we got to show for it other than that? No trophies. I think, so, I, I think Levy's invested in the club. I think it's, it's soppy bollocks out on his boat in the Bahamas <laughs> who's, um, who's, who's more the issue. Because obviously Levy's got to take his orders from him. Mm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the, you know, he's the, the sooner certain thing, you know, nature takes its course and it's left to somebody who actually has a bit of passion um, for football in general, you know, and if, if, if anything happened to, yeah, I've got soppy bollocks again, you know, and the team gets left to Levy, you might be looking at a different situation. I'd, I'd like to say, Holly, I think Levy deserves a little bit more credit. I think he's a little bit more invested personally into the team than, than what we were always led to believe prior to um, prior to the documentary. I, th I think what he's done, like 10 years ago, getting into Europa League, getting into the knockouts of Europa League was an achievement. Obviously, what we've done since with Pochettino is now that Europa League is, is not acceptable. But Mark, do, oh. do you think... 
we, we've got league and the final of the League Cup left. That's it. Do you, do you think it could be a kind of blessing in disguise that we went out because now we just get to focus on the league and then obviously that game? Or do you think that was our... If we're getting in Champions League, it's going to buy winning the Europa League. No, no mate. No, you're, you're asking the wrong person, Chris. I've said, I've been consistent in saying that. I haven't asked you anything for a while, so I've got to keep you in. You yeah, know. I know. But for me, it was all <laughs> he's, about... He's a looks, remember? He's the face. <laughs> Just make a pose, Max. Same question. <laughs> it was all about yeah, the it. Europa League, mate. It was all about the Europa League for me. I, I, I mean, that was the easiest route into the Champions League. Um, it was five, what was it? Yeah, five more games as, as opposed to now. At the time when we got knocked out, it was 10 more games. Um, it was a cup. Top four. I mean, I've said it before, mate. I want to finish in the top four. But you don't get a fucking trophy for that. I'm sick and fucking tired of not getting a trophy. I've told you, like, 99 I was there when we beat Leicester, which was the anniversary the other day. I was there when we beat Chelsea. I've been there when we... Ollie, do you remember 99? Huh? Uh, I don't remember that. I was yeah. born in 97. <laughs> this is what I mean. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. I feel old. I'm going to cover my face. I'm covering my face. Anybody watching this? I didn't know her age on this stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, Holly, Holly's been to school when she's seen Arsenal winning things. I was in school seeing Arsenal winning things. I'm, I was yeah. 40 on Sunday when we lost the North London derby. I'm sick and tired of it. I want to see us win things. I'm not bothered about. I, again, I want to be in the top four. I want Even Leicester fans have seen a Premier League win in exactly. their lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm fuming about it still. I'm fuming about going out of uh, the Europa League. It's a disgrace. We've spoken about it. You're hiding it. You're hiding it well, mate. <laughs> We've spoken about the League Cup final here. What we expect, and what we think, Holly. What do you think about that? Obviously, Man City are the team to beat, and I think all of our players are going to have to have at least an eight out of ten to beat them, and hope City have a bit of an off day. But like you said last week, Mac, we tend to in the big games turn up against City, Champions League, Court Final. VAR's always on our side, so, you know. What, what do you think, Wally, from the League Cup? Uh, about a month away, isn't it, I think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. after North London derby, I'm definitely never going to form into a one-off game. For the Carabao Cup, I'm not going to take City's form into account. I mean, we know how good they are. But again, and I know it's, it's maybe cliche, but if there's one man I want to lead that team in that Cup final, it's Jose. He knows how high pressured that scenario is going to be. And for us, I know what our players are going to be like in that high pressured situation. They're going to be all over the place. So hopefully that man can steer us. But yeah, why not? It's a cup final. I'm going to try and enjoy it. But I don't think it's going to be easy. It just hopefully we can try and pick up some momentum now playing this young blood and we can find to get a, to get a cut win. Obviously, I've only seen the one in 2008. So it'd be nice to, to get another one under the belt. Yeah. Does, does anyone think we can get top four? Like I, I've been doing this two years and I, I'm full of positivity on here. But that Espacito must actually be just... <laughs> Sorry. But, just look at, her, look at her marks up. No. Fuck no. <laughs> you. Oh. I keep saying, oh, oh, you know, we've got a good chance of winning that game and then we end up ballsing it up. Uh, I, uh, I think, I, do you know what? The way things are at the moment, I do think we have a chance. But... At the same, but the way the season's going, mate, we could the way the season's going at the moment, we can end up third, but we could also finish 12th. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it that that and, and that's that's the problem, you know. It, do, it doesn't matter, you know. We've got the this runner games, it's quite apart from the two toughest games I think we've got is Man United and Leicester, 
Okay. Um, and I'm and I'm hmm? and, and Everton. Who? Everton. No, no, I, I did. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be honest. I think I think they're now going in their dip where we should touch wood, but we could go Spursy, um, where we should beat them. Um, so for me, we've got two real games for me that I'm worried about. Um, but yeah, it's but it is. It's one of those, mate. We could we could romp the next few games. You know, every game. You know, we could either pinch it uh, with a one nil, or we could could smash them four nil. That's how Tottenham have been this season. You know, but. Yeah, it could all go peak tongue, mate, and we'll end up with fuck all. Or yeah, we'll we'll end up dreaming, thinking, wow, we we've won a trophy and we've got top four. Great season. Well done, Jose. You know. True. Um yeah, I, and and yeah, but we've said that from the start. This season is so balls up. Yeah, we could finish third, we could finish twelfth and end up with absolutely fuck all. Mm. Well, oh, dry throat there, Chris. I'm out of time a little bit here. Uh, what was that, sorry? Dry throat there, mate. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we were run out of time a little bit. How 40 minutes flies. Uh, thanks so much, Holly, for coming on. Uh, hopefully, to have you on again. Um, yeah, definitely. Thank you for inviting me. It's, it's been good. Um, nice to meet you all as well. Yeah. Thank you, Holly. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, and you, Holly. Cheers. Uh, Appreciate it. Who doesn't already? Uh, Holly's got a YouTube channel, Hoggy, Holly Agambar. Uh, You'll find all our videos there. Give her a like and subscribe. Uh, you do live videos, don't you? I think you said. Yeah, do a bit of live, get a bit of interaction. You know, um, me with my awful jokes as <laughs> as the stream goes along. <laughs> We've got uh, Mac for that. <laughs> yeah, so if you go to Twitter at Holly Agambar, then uh, you'll be able to see um, when she's uploading them on. Uh, Mac, Mark, pleasure as always. It's nice yeah, to have nice. Chris. It's been fun. Positive result rather than. Such negative <laughs> results, and I'm going to talk about them. All can, I, can I just say to end on a positive as well, Mark? Do you know what? It's been a long time since I've seen your face. It's been so long since we played football. It's so nice to see you. Good to see you, mate. I've missed you. I've missed you. <laughs> uh, we'll end that there before we end up having a bit of a loving. But, uh, oh, mate, I'm, I'm getting cheery. <laughs> <laughs>